Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to with another episode of the Kanata Chronicles on Saturday, May the 11th. And I just want to discuss something because I'm still amazed at this day and age. And maybe I shouldn't be amazed, but I am. That people still ask me questions like, well, if a boxer or a kickboxer or an MMA guy got into a fight with the same amount of training, who would win and why? One, I don't even know how many more ways to say that it's not about the art or the training. It's the person training in that art or style, whatever you want to call it. But for the sake of trying to enlighten, I said to the person, there's too many things to consider for me to give you a straight answer. Just because people have had a year of training doesn't mean they've got the same dedication or even the same intent. But let's say they're all focused on going three or four times a week. The next thing I talked about was range. If they're in arm's distance and it's an actual fight, my money is on the boxer. Because a boxer at that level should have had significantly more training with just throwing punches than the next martial arts practitioner who divides their time between boxing, kickboxing, and wrestling and submissions. Or even a kickboxer who's had to split up their time between kicking, punching, elbows, knees, and the clinch work. So, if you're talking about an armed range, and again, this is talking about a fight. This is not talking about a match. Because you can say with a kickboxer and an MMA practitioner both have significantly more tools than a boxer. True. But an equal amount of time, a boxer has had a lot more time to refine their technique. Which is why I don't believe that mixed martial arts training is what people make it out to be. I'm still a firm believer that you should have a base style and layer things on top of it. Because it takes a long time to get to a high level of striking. It doesn't take as long to get to a high level of grappling. And I'm not saying elite level because that's a different thing. But striking is the same four punches, boxing is the same four punches thrown ad nauseum. So they get a lot more repetitions just because of the speed of practice. If you're a jiu-jitsu stylist, let's say, and teaching arm bars from the mount, in the time that you do the left arm, get mounted, and do the right arm, the boxer has thrown 10 punches. It's just a numbers game. It's like when people say to me, in a year, all things being equal, which is a fallacy in and of itself, all things being equal, who will win between a karate guy and a Muay Thai kickboxer? I say in a ring, size, strength, and time and dedication being equal, it's not a bad idea to bet on the Muay Thai boxer in conditional situations. Not because Muay Thai is better or worse, but because a Muay Thai practitioner is not splitting up their time in that year with weapons, forms, contests, and self-defense techniques.
which are important. So don't think that just because a person's time is divided that the things that they're using their time for are not important because they are. So that said, back to the original premise, which is boxer, kickboxer, MMA practitioner, there's an issue of range. If two cats are jawing at each other, or two women are jawing at each other from across the room, at that point, a kickboxer has the option of kicking before the boxers and punching range. And a mixed martial artist has the option of going for a clinch and takedown. And again, this does not preclude them from losing to a boxer. It means that their options are better the further they are away from the boxer. And it just brings me back on another level of why do people insist on these comparisons? Is it because it is a measuring contest and they want to somehow find theoretical or scientific evidence that one is better than the other? Because I'll tell you like this. I'd rather have the skills of Mike Tyson in his prime as a boxer alone than of George St. Pierre as a mixed martial artist. And people may go, why would you say that? Because George St. Pierre can do so many more things. Yep. And in a real street confrontation, people aren't surviving Mike Tyson and what he can do to you at that point in his life. You just can't. Because there's something to be said for ferocity. The thing about kickboxing and mixed martial arts that they don't often think about is the effect on someone else when you deliver a knockout blow. And then you take that thought and then you think about the effect of a knockout in a situation where you may be facing more than one person. Like Tyson can throw two punches and knock both people clean unconscious without a real problem. And you think about the effect that has on the other guys and it's like, wait a minute, there are six of us. He threw two punches and two of our guys are on the ground. They'll be a lot more hesitant. And there's a psychological aspect of that which I'm a fan of. And that I appreciate. And which I would try to employ in my favorite if I had to actually get into a fight. So, as always, folks, there is no better. There's only realistic and practical training. And there's just a real honest look at what you're doing, why, and how that affects the environment around you. A kickboxing and mixed martial artist have more options outside of striking range. They probably don't have as good footwork, angle appreciation, combination hands, or head movement. So, take from that what you will. And as a last portion of this, just stop comparing. Do the one you enjoy, and that should be enough, okay? Thank you very much. Check me out at martialartsopen.com. By far the most important thing, please be kind to yourselves and each other.